Good morning, my mothers, my fathers, my sisters, and all the children of the Bena Congo. Welcome again to this amazing episode of Zola Bantu as we dive into our syllabus of pure spirituality. My dear brothers and sisters, welcome again. Welcome. We love you so much at Zola Bantu. Really appreciate you for locating the uh, little time that you have to listen to us at Zola Bantu. It really means the world to us. My dear brothers and sisters, you know we have covered over 28 chapters of our foundation course of Zola Bantu. In everything that you do in life, you have to always have a foundation, you know, because many, uh, there's so much confusion out there. And many people of Africa do not know their roots, they do not know their history. So if you just bring them information for the first time, it is very, very difficult so for them to understand. So it's always important in everything that you do, you're supposed to first of all lay the foundation so that people can understand exactly what do they expect in the teachings. So at Zola Bantu, we had the first syllabus, 28 chapters, as a foundation course to be able to allow you to understand what we are about at Zola Bantu and the kind of information that you're going to receive. Now that we have completed our uh, 28 chapters of the foundation course syllabus, now we're going to dive into pure spirituality. We're going to speak to you about the eternal gospel of pure spirituality. We are going to speak to you about spiritual awakening and the wake-up of the conscience. It is very, very important, my dear brothers and sisters, for you to understand, you know, pure spirituality and to understand what is the eternal gospel and also to make sure that you go through a spiritual awakening and wake up of your conscience. My dear brothers and sisters, I really appreciate you all for coming to, uh, to listen to this amazing episode of Zorabantu on pure spirituality. This will just be an introduction into the teachings of pure spirituality of the spiritual awakening and the wake up of the conscience my dear brothers and sisters but before i begin i'd like to send my greetings to all the africans out there who are waking up the conscience of africans zola Bandu is not the only platform where you can learn about african history and also get information about black consciousness you can listen to dr mumbi siraki zach Mwakesa, Professor Pierre Lumumba, Mr. Julius Malema, Dr. Susan Tata, Miss Choma Phillips from Singi Africa Magazine. Listen to amazing conscious people out there who are waking up the conscience of Africa. The Sister Sashani Show. Listen to Mr. Robert Hidley. Listen to Ralph Smart. Listen to, to the Dr. Uma Johnson. All these are conscience awakening people who basically their mind is awoke can teach you more on pure spirituality who can also teach you on how to be able to understand your history you know 
Dr. Uma Johnson just spoke that he'll be giving some lessons on Pan-Africanism. You can listen to him. You can contact him. These are some of our mentors that you can contact. You know, you can listen to Dr. Susan Tata, who's heading the Pan-African Daily TV. Conscious messages out there. But here at Zolabantu, we teach spirituality. And in this syllabus of pure spirituality, as we teach on the eternal gospel, the spiritual awakening and wake up of the conscience. My dear brothers and sisters, we do not have a monopoly of knowledge, but what we have been taught over the years by our mentors, you know, like Papai Kumaniwechi, like Afonso Diasonoma, and amazing conscience messages at Jeboli TV. For my friends who are from Congo and who understand French, please listen to Jeboli TV. Listen to Ekumani Wechi, Ekumani Limier, you'll be able to know that almost everything that we teach you here has been extracted from Ekumani Limier. But this is the English uh, version of what Papa Ekumani taught us. My dear brothers and sisters, I'd like to begin um, this introduction with an amazing story, a riddle to be able uh, to prepare your minds for what to expect. My dear brothers and sisters, there was a father who had a wife and he had uh, five children you know the wife uh, had these children all of them at the same time I don't know what you people call it when a woman has five children at the same time and not two is twins and then three is triplets but nonetheless this mother and father had five children they brought up their children in the right way when they were young it came to a point my dear brothers and sisters where their children basically got to the age of puberty and having gone through primary school and also having gone to secondary school they were now about to finish secondary school all of them there were two girls and three boys and then it came to a point where they had to go to university by the time that they were 17 and 18 the mother and the father decided okay let's send our children abroad because we're living in Africa let's send our children abroad so they can go and live and, and study uh, other different courses abroad in other countries so what happened? They sent the one, they sent the one child to China. They sent another child to uh, India. They sent another child to America. They sent another child to Europe, and they sent another uh, child to South America. You know, the two girls went to uh, America and Europe. The boys, were, one went to China, another went to India, and another went to South America. They went over there and they went to study and they became expertise in various fields of life. And you know, a father and a mother who missed their children so much, they decided to bring their children back home and to, to come and visit them. They invited them to say, my kids, come back home, we miss you so much. I think most of you have graduated. Come, let's uh, meet uh, again. My dear brothers and sisters, listen to the story very carefully. The father and the mother went to the airport to pick their kids who came from abroad they all arrived on the same day. To their surprise, they saw their children all looking different. The girl who went to Europe became a Catholic, dressing like a nun. The other girl who went to America you know, has become an atheist. She does not believe that God exists. The way she was dressing, really looking like an atheist. The boy who went to South America you know, has become a Muslim. The boy who went to China has become a Buddhist. The other boy who went to India has become a Hindu. 
nonetheless, these are your parents. They received them, they hugged them. It was an amazing meeting at the airport. They went back home. Mother had prepared an amazing dinner on the table to receive these children. My dear brothers and sisters, they began to eat on the table and all of a sudden a debate arose. There was a very much noise on the, on the, on the table. The one who was a Muslim was arguing with the one who was a Christian. The one who was a Hindu was arguing with the one who was a Buddhist. The parents were watching. They were surprised. I really, I really, these my kids. My kids are arguing like this on the table. What is going on? Nonetheless, they basically became and adopted the cultures and traditions of the places where they went to. You know, the places that they went to study kind of influenced their behaviors their way of life and they came back all looking differently but not knowing that they all came from the same father debate on the table shouting confusion the father and the mother were even surprised are really these my children think on that my dear brothers and sisters this story as we begin you know in the world today religion has created a lot of uh, division among people Nonetheless, we all come from one particular source. But because we grow up in different environments, under different influences and cultures and people, they tend to influence us in a particular way. But it does not mean that because we are different, that we do not come from the same place. Let the story that I've explained really speak to you, my dear brothers and sisters. That is why here at Zolabantu, the message we're about to teach you on pure spirituality about the eternal gospel it is for everyone it is for every human being on the earth it is not only for christians it is not only for muslims it is not only for buddhists or hindus or atheists or heathens no it is for everyone my dear brothers and sisters when the word of god comes from the source it falls down like a rainbow in different colors to different people of the world you know, when God speaks, if a person is in China, he will hear God in Chinese. If God speaks and the person is in Europe, he will hear God in English or French or Spanish or Italian. If God speaks in, 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 in God speaks and the person is in Africa, he might hear him in Nyanja, in Shona, Chechewa, Zulu, Tswana, Lingala, Gikongo, Chiluba. Depends on the places that you are, but the word of God is universal. Spirituality is universal, but when it comes into different environments, then it tends to adapt to the environment of that particular person according to their cultures and their tradition. But you, but spirituality is universal. A good example: gravity is universal. Whether you go to China or India or America, gravity exists. Everything that goes up comes down. Okay? Mathematics is universal. One plus one is two. Everywhere you go, one plus one is two. But the application of mathematics in different cultures and different environments depends on their cultural heritage and their traditions. And if you go to India, uh, the way they design their houses in Indian architecture is different from the way they design in Africa because of the climate, because they have studied the environment. So the spiritual laws of nature, the spiritual laws of creation are universal, but when they arrive in different people, it becomes cultural, depending on basically the cultures and traditions of those people. You see, so the laws of God come from God, 
universally but we extract those laws and apply it into our lives differently that is why even our food is different what we eat is different because as much as we're all using the universal laws of farming and uh, of God that God gives us, but the application in different places is different. The food that grows in Sahara is not the same food that is being grown in, in, in the heart of Africa or in Asia. So my dear brothers and sisters, these teachings of pure spirituality we're about to bring to you here, it is universal. But as much as because we have a more of a Christian background, we're going to extract it in the color of the melanin, in the color of the black people, you know, so, but the principle is universal. You know, my dear brothers and sisters and compatriots around the world, we love you so much as well. I want to thank you for that small introduction that we, we sent to you right now. My dear compatriots, brothers and sisters, children of Africa, children of Congo, before we begin this introductory episode, we as well want to send you a warm greetings. It is a heavy responsibility for me in particular to present this message that our Celestial Father has given us. This work is for uh, good, this work is for the goal and mission to awaken our conscience and our spirits. Listen to us very carefully. Nonetheless, if you have gained this opportunity to listen to us, it is the mighty grace that God of the world has given you. For all my friends who are Christians, the eternal gospel is found in the book of Revelation. Part of it is found in the book of Revelation. You know, Master Yeshua, who you call Jesus, or Yehoshua, said that he will spend, the, he will basically send the spirit of truth to remind us of his words, which is the eternal gospel. You know, if you visit the book of Revelation, you find uh, it makes mention of the eternal gospel that will come in the time of Aquarius that we are in at the moment. You know, having come in contact with the eternal gospel, we want you to come in contact as well with the eternal gospel because the eternal gospel, the Evangel Eternel, like we say in French, it is here on earth. For my dear friends who are Christians, all the prophecies that were given in the Old Testament, even for those who believe in the Torah, have been fulfilled but you are all sleeping the eternal gospel is destined for earthly man you and me it is not destined only for christians it is destined for everybody so there's a need for you to ask yourself my dear brothers and sisters why did you reincarnate or incarnate at this particular moment in history it is not by chance you know that you are born in this time of aquarius look for the eternal gospel my dear brothers and sisters it is available to all who search for it master yeshua said he who looks findeth matthew chapter 7 verse 8 master yeshua did not look for material master yeshua did not say when you he, he, he will looks find it you will find basically find material things no he meant look for spiritual values Look for what they call the eternal gospel. He will locate, find it. We will not just show you like this, we will help you, but anyone who receives this message with an attentive mind, he or she will look for the eternal gospel. Because the eternal gospel is here on earth. It is an assignment, my dear brothers and sisters. If you look into the parables that Master Yeshua gave in the Bible, he gave everyone an assignment. Remember he used to say, I have much to tell you, but you cannot take this. I go away to prepare a place for you. That I will send for you a helper who will remind you of everything that I've told you. You know, everyone needs to look for this 
eternal gospel. The eternal gospel gives wisdom. If you come across it, you will gain wisdom. Everything that we teach you in this journey is taken and extracted from the eternal gospel. It is not coming from us. We have simply extracted a few notions from the eternal gospel and thus we are sharing it with you, my dear brothers and sisters. And we are adapting it into the color of Africans. I told you, the eternal gospel comes universally. It divides into colors of the rainbows, into different colors and races of the world. But in this episode of Zola Bantu, in this platform of Zola Bantu, we are going to extract the eternal gospel into the color of Africans, into the melanated colors. Our brothers and sisters who are in other nations who have been sent in different races, like in the Indian race, the white race, and other races, they too will take the eternal gospel and basically extract it into their color of their races. Because people in the world are different levels of consciousness. You cannot teach everyone the same thing. Okay, so when we extract the eternal gospel uh, into the color of Africans, it's because we know, you know, what Africans can expect because we know many of their level of spirituality, what they have been taught over the years, we know our people. So we know how to teach them this eternal gospel in a way that they can better understand. Because the eternal gospel has come in all the languages. You know, it has come walking all over the world, but you do not see it. We're going to take this eternal gospel and transpose it into the languages of Africa. You know, and then we're going to transpose it into the color of us Africans. But here at Zolabantu, like I said, we will transpose it into the ways of Africa, into the traditions and cultures of Africa. We need to adapt it so that we can be able, so, it, so that it can be able to come and vivify our culture and make. To vivify means to make our cultures even more um, lively and interesting. So we're going to be able to take this eternal gospel to be able to vivify our culture and vivify our traditions. You know. My dear brothers and sisters, we did a deep research and came to find that the eternal gospel confirms the teachings of Master For you who are Christians, my dear brothers and sisters, the eternal gospel confirms the teachings of Master Yeshua. What did Master Yeshua say? I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them at the present time. John 6, 12. But in the coming days, in the, in the end of time, you will be reminded of my teachings, the eternal gospel. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will give you and guide you to all truth. He will speak not of his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you of what is yet to come. Found in verse 13. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what I will make known to you. Verse 14. All that, the, all that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said, the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Verse 15. He will remind you of the things I am telling you now. Nonetheless, 2,000 years later, the teachings of Master Yeshua has been falsified. You have seen. Read history of Roman Catholic. The teachings of Master Yeshua has been falsified. So, the glory of God will come again unto the world to remind the world of the teachings Master Yeshua taught us. And he also said that at that time, my glory will come. It will not just come to remind you of the things that I have told you, but it will give you a just interpretation. 
interpretations that are full of the principle of justice. Nonetheless, the parables of Master Yeshua has crossed over 2,000 years now. The parable of the sower, the parable of the prodigal son, and all sorts of parables that he gave. The, interpret the interpretation of these parables began to change, you know, as more and more people began to understand the scriptures and go deep into the rabbit hole. See the glory of God as restored again, this eternal gospel we have brought to you today as well as so that you can be able to help us to obtain a just interpretation of the teachings of Master Yeshua. Master Yeshua again said that this eternal gospel, it will explain the mysteries of divinity. Mm, Inget. Nonetheless, the mysteries of divinity that are inside the sacred books of Torah, the Bible, Quran, Surat, and many other sacred books out there are sealed mysteries. They are locked. So the eternal gospel will come and reveal those mysteries at the end of time that we are in at the moment. Master Yeshua also said that at the end of time, the world will be in great tribulation. John 16:33. In this great tribulation, people will get crazy. They won't know where to place their head at. The final gospel, the truth of God, will not know it. You have seen today there is so much confusion. So that eternal gospel will come at that particular time to accompany people who are searchers of truth for them to overcome that tribulation. See where it will open for them a path to the reign of a thousand years. Revelation chapter 20. Mothers, fathers, and sisters, do not be scared. We will explain to you all these things and decode it slowly by slowly. My mothers and sisters, thank you so much for listening to us so far. You know, the time of Aquarius has so many stages. We will explain to you here in details. Like Master Yeshua said, it will remind you of the things that passed the things that you're experiencing now and the things of the future. All of it is inside the eternal gospel. The book of Revelation is not the eternal gospel, not, but there are glimpses of the eternal gospel in the book of Revelation. And the eternal gospel can also be found out of the book of Revelation because many Christians think the Bible, that is it. There's nothing else. No. There's a lot of knowledge which is found outside the Bible as well. Even though there are glimpses of the eternal gospel in the Bible, the eternal gospel is also outside the Bible. The majority of the eternal gospel is outside the Bible. You know, it is like a child who is in secondary school and he studies chemistry and biology, but for him to understand better, for him to understand exactly what is being taught, for sure in the secondary school, in biology and chemistry, he has been given certain notions. But for him to gain wisdom of what he or she has been taught, he needs to go to university to study biology and chemistry in depth. And then they will explain to him in detail. So when you read the Bible, you're getting notions. But for you to understand in depth, you have to go and look for the eternal gospel. In the book of Revelation, the eternal gospel is mentioned, but it does not mean that Revelation is the eternal gospel, no. But the eternal gospel is outside the book of Revelation also. Many pastors say today, Jesus is coming soon. He went to prepare a place for us. But do you do research? Do you know when exactly he's coming soon? You have to be able to do this kind of researches. All of these are found in the eternal gospel, which is available here on earth. It's up to you. Up to you to search for it. Stop sleeping. We have come to show you the eternal gospel is now in place. It is available for everyone. Whether you are white, black, yellow, red, or mixed, or colored, or you are for which country and which continent, eternal gospel 
is for everyone and it has no restrictions. The eternal gospel is what we have come to show you in this time of Aquarius. It is available on earth. My brothers and sisters of Islam, the Christians, the pastors, please listen to us. The eternal gospel is already here on earth and in all the languages of the world. If you read in Revelation, you will see it. All the things that was mentioned in Revelation is almost accomplished. You are falling asleep. That is why we are here and we are basically trying to send out some light into Africa. And that light will go into the heart of Africa and soon and even into the diaspora and soon a large number of Africans who are in the diaspora will return back home. That journey is about to start. <laughs> You'll be surprised. The journey is about to start. A large number of Africans will be returning home. So be ready and be prepared in the spiritual side and also in the material side because the Africa of tomorrow will be the engine motor of the civilization that is about to launch the dead civilization. Africa of tomorrow will be the engine. The Africa of tomorrow will hold the entire world. You know? Because what will soon happen in Africa in, the, in this time of Aquarius, even you will be surprised. That is why we have come to prepare you as relevant to My dear brothers and sisters. My brothers and sisters, I would like to speak to you about our brother Yohani, who you call John. He said in Revelation chapter 14, verse 6, if you take a look at this book of Revelation, which, which also means the, secrets, he, he, uh, the secret hidden things of God, the Father, they call it in Greek uh, apocalypse to show that those uh, hidden things are catastrophic things that will come at the end of time. You know, it is an eschatology, yeah? eschatology that part of uh, theology that basically concerned with the death, judgment, and the final destiny of the soul of humankind as is mentioned in theology. You know, John says this, uh, Then I saw another angel flying in mid-air, and he had the eternal gospel. Found there in the book of Revelation, my dear brothers and sisters. So, good news in Greek, they say, Engalion. Good news, Engalion. And they translate it to French, and then it becomes gospel. Gospel means Engalion. Because back in the days when a king had a child, you find some nobles who come to the public and say, we have an engalium, a gospel, good news to announce to all of you. See the sense of the term gospel, where it comes from. It is a Greek word, it means engalium. So let's continue. Then I saw another angel flying in mid-air and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to all those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe language people to every um, group of people around the globe he said in a loud voice fear god and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come worship him who made the heavens and the earth the sea and the springs of water you have heard the things that we are saying this is where our mission is we are the messengers coming to you at this particular moment speaking to you it was a tremendous joy for us to come across the eternal gospel. See where our spiritual eyes opened. We knew ourselves. In the book of Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 to 7, it says, The term angel, don't take it in the, excuse me, the term, the term angel, don't take it in the comprehension of the religious concepts. An angel in Greeks 
because when you're reading the text you have to read it in its originality it is a disaster when one is sourcing his or a compilation of the bible from traditions made by men rules and traditions made by men if you want to understand something that was written read it in its original language that it was written what does angel mean it means angelus a messenger in greek an angelus simply means an, a messenger an angelus so if someone wants to give you a message on behalf of someone in Greek, they will call that person an angelus so here in revelation when they say i see i have seen another angel you think that is someone who appeared with wings no it is a messenger it could be a human being that god is using as a messenger let's continue this angel was came and was flying in mid-air and had the eternal angelus the eternal gospel the eternal message he had the eternal good news to announce to all the inhabitants of the earth whether you are muslim whether you are a jew whether you are a christian whether you are an african cosmogony this mission of the angelus the messenger the angel concerns you my dear brothers and sisters he would then say to me no 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 it cannot be possible have you no no it cannot be possible are the muslims also waiting for this gospel and this angel who told you that even the jews are waiting for this angel who told you that even the Christians are waiting for this angel? Ha! Even the people of the African cosmogony, traditional religions, are also waiting for this angel. No, 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 no. It's not possible. But if you go into the writings of the Torah, my dear brothers and sisters, what is Torah telling us? That in the end time, in the ministry of Moses will be restored. But what does, what, what does Moses symbolize? Moses or Moshe or Massa symbolizes the justice of god in the mouth of moses himself he says at the end of time a servant of god like me will come to announce to you what the eternal gospel deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 15. the lord your god will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you from your israelites you must listen to him if we go to the side of the muslims they call him medi who is medi in islam he is the one that Muhammad said before the axis of the world be changed. A Mehdi will come. And Mehdi in Arab means what? A teacher to announce what? The eternal gospel. My dear brothers and sisters, if we go to the side of the Christian, what does Master Yeshua say? The advocate, the spirit of truth, our consolator. He will come to remind you and return you back to the path. If we go to the African traditional religion that we call in my language, Bokoko, what if Mukimbangu say? A longi. A helper will come to announce to you normally the eternal gospel. So in all religions of the world, this is announced. You know, we have taken this mission to awaken your spirits, you know, for those who open their spirits to gain an early test for sure, we'll give it to you. But it is a personal research. You have to search for it personally. Mothers, brothers, and sisters, brothers, if you go again in the book of Revelation, chapter 10, verse 1. See that we see that is why we ask you Christians, we have come to help you. Because we know that for those who are in the African cosmogony, we speak the same language around 80%. But we have worn this pastoral mantle for our brothers and sisters who are Christians. So you can know that what we're saying is pristine in the word of God. What we're teaching you on the eternal gospel. And here at Zolabantu, it is right there in the word of God. Revelation chapter 10 verse 1 says, Then I saw another mighty angel coming from heaven. You see? 
There in Revelation chapter 14 verse 6 they say they saw that angel was descending from heaven and now in chapter 10 verse 1 they're saying they saw another angel descending from heaven. So they are talking of the same angel of chapter 14 verse 6 but they have given supplementary details. Let's have a look at these supplementary details my dear brothers and sisters. What does chapter 10 verse 1 say? Then I saw another mighty angel coming from heaven. Coming down from heaven, he was robed in a cloud. But what do they call the cloud in Greek? It is the Laura of God. When they say someone has won the aura of God, it means the person has won the glory of God. So that is why they say when the Spirit of God descend, when the, when this Spirit of God would descend, it would descend in a cloud. It is not the cloud of the heaven or the sky that you see. No, it means the glory of God. He wear the Godship and the glory of God. It means they are situating his origins, where he's coming from. So he was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. Oh, la, la, that is too deep. His face was like the sun and his legs were like fiery pillars. We will decode this as we move on, as we begin to enter into the eternal gospel. My dear brothers and sisters, we will dive into this. Uh, into we will dive deep into the scriptures to make you understand uh, as we move on. I saw another mighty angel. It says, "I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun. His legs was like fiery pillars. He was holding a little scroll which lay open in his hand. He planted his right foot onto the sea, his left foot onto the land, and he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. And when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write. This is John saying, Thunder means what in spirituality? Thunder means the voice of God, the mysteries of God. In an initiative language, when they say a thunder has struck, it means a cosmic turn has happened. An angel or an archangel or a mystery has been revealed to humanity. John, our brother Johanny, wanted to write. But the scripture says, I wanted to write, but I heard a voice from heaven say, Seal up what the seven thunders have said and do not write it down. He got the instructions not to write it down. Then the angel had seen standing on the sea and on the land his right hand to heaven, with his right hand raised up to heaven. He saw and he saw by him who lives forever and ever, who created the heavens and earth and all that is in them, the earth and all that is in it, and the sea and all that is in it, and said there will be no more delay. But in the days when the seven angels are about to sound his trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished. Just as he announced with seven the prophet. It means what? At the end of time, the things that were sealed will be revealed. My dear brothers and sisters. If you go to the book of prophet Daniel, in Daniel, when uh, an angel appeared to him after 21 days of fasting, they say that the son of man appeared to Daniel. The son of man came down to say, Daniel. He said, Daniel, the servant of God, loved of God, we have come to reveal to you these things. But the things that we're about to reveal to you, you only announce it at the end of time. So, my dear brothers and sisters, let me be serious. Let us be very serious. As we begin our talk, you will then understand that the people that people come from everywhere. Another person can come to you into your cultural space to help you. Look at Joseph. Joseph, when he went to Egypt, he became the prime minister. 
look at Daniel. He wore, he basically was in the land of uh, Nebuchadnezzar and he became a prime minister as well. He led that nation. God is sending you helpers, my dear brothers and sisters. And the world of darkness knows them. Look at Magufuli. They knew him. They knew where he came from. But you do not know. This eternal gospel that we are hitting the nail on the wall. In Revelation it is said it will be taught at the end of time. Verse 8. Then the voice that I heard from heaven spoke to me once more. Go, take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the scroll. He, he said to me, take it and eat. It will turn your stomach sore. But in your mouth it will be sweet as honey. African people, we are here to help you. We have come to help you. Zola Bantu is here to help you. My dear brothers and sisters. My brothers and sisters, we are in the time of Aquarius, and many people that you read in the Bible, in your holy books of religions, even those that led African cosmogony back in the days in Egypt and Ethiopia, you know, you have to know that many of them are with us here today. They have retained in the time of Aquarius. Others came and left silently without you noticing them. Many personalities that you read in the Bible, they were here in the day where they are here in the time of Aquarius to prepare you for the time of Aquarius. Don't think because when they maybe they were born in a different skin, and now they are born in the in the black in the black skin, then you cannot recognize them. No, many have returned in different skins. Some are born black today, others yellow, others white. Incarnation has no physical barrier. You know, many of those people are here with us in the world. You know, so we have come to prepare you for this, for the premises uh, of the thousand years that's about to come in this time of Aquarius, the reign of peace on earth, the reign of love, the kingdom of peace on earth. These are the premises it is already entering. But in between, there's a need of preparation. We will not just, we will not develop on it now. We will speak about it in the next episode. The time of Aquarius has levels and stages. My Africans, please listen to us carefully because if if it was white people who came to tell you about these things, you kneel down and begin to worship and really give yourself. But if you see your own people who are African speaking to you, neglect and say, ah, you neglect them and say, ah, who are gonna these people, these crazy people of adventures? We are not crazy people of adventures. The teachings that we have come with of the time of Aquarius, of the eternal gospel, it will be a choice for you, you know, a decisive choice. Either you choose light or you choose darkness. You have a free will. Nobody will force you. You have a free will. You know, his, 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 his Highness himself, our Creator, he gave us a free will to do good or evil. He, never, he has never removed it from us. And we also, his creation, we cannot intervene with your free will. Your free will is yours. Your choice is yours only. Your spiritual responsibility is yours, my dear brothers and sisters. Because... What we speak in this platform of light, even the Bible says in the end time people will be confused. The truth, the true, the true word of God will not exist anymore. But if you take us for granted, or you harm us, or place sort of blockages on our path, you know, if we go, you will not have people like us anymore. You will not have a platform of Zola Bandu to tell you the eternal gospel anymore. If you harm us or kill us, it is over. The door is closed. You will not again gain us. So we have taken, uh, we have basically taken to be able to present this message to you 
please do not place any kind of blockages on our path. We have come to help you. If you see that you cannot be able to listen to us, leave those who want to listen to us free. Do not disturb people who want to listen to us. You know? Go your own way. Stop disturbing people who are listening. Those that want to understand exactly what is the eternal gospel in this time of Aquarius. If you think you are still behind in the time of the pieces, walk in your time of the pieces. You are free. But leave others who want to enter into the time of Aquarius so we can enter with them together. Don't place for us blockages, my dear brothers and sisters. You know? We have come with an uninterested love to give you this message so you have to be able to welcome us welcome us also with an with an uninterested love a love with no interest we have come with thoughts we are sending you thoughts of love and positivity and in return you know like they say in reciprocal return to us also thoughts of no of, of love with no interest thoughts of positivity you know, if you're throwing us shades of negativity know that we are in the time of Aquarius is also a return shock it exists we did not come to harm you don't try to harm us we are giving you a warning this was basically our introduction and from our next episode we'll dive into pure spirituality sermons we have covered 28 chapters of this foundation course to prepare your mind now we're going to dive into the awakening you deeper awakening your mind deeper for the sermons of Zalapantra to wake you up and open up your eyes of the spirit, the eyes of the spirit, so that your spirit can begin to see the things that are happening in this planet. This planet is having heavy tribulation, but you cannot see. It is our homework and mission of our existence to help you. All the classes that we attended in school, primary school, secondary school, university, become a degree and PhD, all these were just achievements to be able to survive in the flesh material aspect. But our mission is spiritual. You know, my family too will watch this. It will be their first time to discover who I am and who exactly and what exactly is this platform of Zolabantu. You see that uh, we're giving you this with an interested love. Instead of focusing our energy to our families to help them, we're giving all of you to discover us at the same time. Take the example of Master Yeshua. His biological mothers and his, his biological brothers and sisters and mother took him for granted. For granted, they never gave him the attention. They said, ah, go away, you crazy. you the son of God. For where? And the mother that gave birth to him basically forgot the memories that she had when she, was, when she had him in the beginning. You know? But at the last moment, it was his own brothers and sisters and mothers that followed him in the last moment. When he was about to leave the earth, at the last moment, his relatives came together with his disciples to follow him in the last minute. You know? The mother who gave birth to him you know, came to believe her child is the son of God the day he was placed on the cross. Remember, Master Yeshua told John, this is your mother, I have left her in your hands. Help and take care of her. When he retained his spirit, that's when his mother finally said, my son was the son of God. So his mother came to believe his son when the son was placed on the cross and released his spirit. This is to tell you that, like they say, a prophet is without honor in his hometown. We have taken this eternal gospel to share with you. We did not look at our families first. Thus, we're giving you with an, an interest in love, a love with no ego. You know, we're looking at all human beings, the people of the world, the diaspora, and also Africa. Mothers, fathers, and sisters, brothers, and children of Congo. You know, Prophet Daniel, when he was in deportation in the land of foreigners, 
It was here in the land of foreigners around the 7th century before Master Yeshua that the Greeks and the Babylonians came, they destroyed their land. Many of his own ran away and left Canaan and entered into Egypt and they ran and ran and went far you know, towards uh, the heart of Africa. You know, Prophet Daniel remained in Babylon, you know, nonetheless, he remained in, in, in Babylon, nonetheless, he didn't get the time to run, to enter into Egypt and go back in the long journey that took them, their people back to Africa. They arrested him, you know, nonetheless, he was in the family of nobles. He had four friends and, uh, and the king of the day noticed something in him and elevated him in that kingdom. He became the prime minister, you know. He became a person of value in, 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 that, uh, in that land of deportation in Babylon. He built a house, remember? Uh, we will tell you something that many people do not know. When he built his house, the window of his house was directed facing Jerusalem. Every evening he would worry in his heart and look at his nation from afar. Up to one day he couldn't take it anymore and he fasted for 21 days. He did not fast to have wealth. He was a blessed man. He was a prime minister in Babylon. He came out of the lion pit. The lion did not consume him. It really surprised the people. The king was surprised and the king nominated him at that particular time and gave him the greatest power in his land to govern it. But he fasted. You know? he, he spoke to God and said, God the Father, my own have gone in pain. They have taken me into deportation. But you have helped me and elevated me in this nation. But many of us are still here. When are we going to go back to our country? This was his prayer. The Bible of the Jews that many of our sisters of African cosmogony say they are their cousins. I don't know how. But it says an archangel descended on him, Michael. And the archangel said, we have heard your cries. It will take 70 weeks to decode it. And at the end of these 70 weeks, you shall return and reconstruct the country. He told him what he had to tell him. I will not tell you here. And he says, you shall be there when you shall return in Gita. You know, my dear brothers and sisters, we are doing this mission here at Dolabantu, also in the diaspora, so we can return, to return to go to Jerusalem, to reconstruct the wall of Jerusalem. See the reason why we have come to you. Let's go and build our nations and unite with our elders and our other brothers and sisters who are back home and we can work together to build Jerusalem. A multitude of people will be returning back to Africa because Africa is the motor engine of the time of Aquarius. You are not seeing it. The evil, the evil people have already seen it in a long time and they are trying to build strategies on how to make sure that many people do not uh, understand this. All you intellectuals who have gained knowledge in the West, in the East, those who got the opportunity to study practical science and all those who didn't have the opportunity to study but have gained basic experience through their work in different fields, it is time to return and come together to build Africa. The information that we will share, try to search for the eternal gospel. Make it a personal journey. And with the eternal gospel and your intellectual knowledge, tomorrow return to Africa and build it. Spirituality is what vivifies intellectual knowledge. Spirituality is what vivifies cultures and traditions. Spirituality vivifies everything. Without spirituality, nothing will happen because today things are not functioning well in the world. 
my dear brothers and sisters, we love you so much. It's because the world has been has been built not based on the will of God. You know, they have made things not based on the laws of creation. That is why the world is not functioning properly. So in the time of Aquarius, everything needs to be done according to the will and in respecting the laws of creation. Even our constitutions of our nation need to be built according to the will of God because the constitution of a nation is the heart of the nation. It is from the constitution of the, of the nation that all laws of the nation come out from to form the constitutional law. If it is based on the will of God, all that you do in your nation will stand upright. It's like you have built your nation on the rock. But if you do not base it on the will of God, it will just be a house of cartoons and when the wind comes, I don't know, you'll find it somewhere else. So, it asks for be ready because a great journey is coming. Many people will leave the diaspora to go back to Africa. You have to be ready. Because at the time of Aquarius, we are at the beginning. We need to start it. We will no longer wait. We have to start it now. We have to leave. My dear brothers and sisters, this was our introduction into the sermon that is about to come on pure spirituality so you can understand that we are in the time of Aquarius. This is a time when you need to search for the eternal gospel. We love you so much as well, Abantu. We hope this episode will be a blessing for you. And as you wait for the next episode, we love you. Bamboka musika Tokende koluka bomoima Good morning my mothers, my fathers, my sisters and all the children of the Bena Congo Welcome again to this amazing episode of Zola Bantu As we dive into our syllabus of pure spirituality my dear brothers and sisters, welcome again. Welcome. We love you so much at Zolabantu. We really appreciate you for locating the uh, little time that you have to listen to us at Zolabantu. It really means the world to us. My dear brothers and sisters, you know we have covered over 28 chapters of our foundation course of Zolabantu. In everything that you do in life, you have to always have a foundation. You know, because many, uh, there's so much confusion out there. And many people of Africa do not know their roots, they do not know their history. So if you just bring them information for the first time, it is very, very difficult so for them to understand. So it's always important in everything that you do, you're supposed to first of all lay the foundation so that people can understand exactly what do they expect in the teachings. So at Zola Bantu, we had the first syllabus, 28 chapters, as a foundation course to be able to allow you to understand what we are about as Zolabantu and the kind of information that you're going to receive. Now that we have completed our 
uh, 28th chapter to the foundation course syllabus now we're going to dive into pure spirituality we're going to speak to you about the eternal gospel of pure spirituality we are going to speak to you about spiritual awakening and the wake up of the conscience it is very very important my dear brothers and sisters for you to understand you know pure spirituality and to understand what is the eternal gospel and also to make sure that you go through a spiritual awakening and wake up of your conscience my dear brothers and sisters i really appreciate you all for coming to uh, to listen to this amazing episode of Zolabantu on pure spirituality this will just be an introduction into the teachings of pure spirituality of the spiritual awakening and the wake up of the conscience my dear brothers and sisters but before i begin i'd like to send my greetings to all the africans out there who are waking up the conscience of africans zolabantu is not the only platform where you can learn about african history and also get information about black consciousness you can listen to dr mumbi siraki Zach Mwakesa, Professor Pio Lumumba, Mr. Julius Malema, Dr. Susan Tata, Ms. Choma Phillips from Singi Africa Magazine. Listen to amazing conscious people out there who are waking up the conscience of Africa. The Sister Sashani Show. Listen to Mr. Robert Hidley. Listen to Ralph Smart. Listen to Dr. Dr. Uma Johnson. All these are conscience awakening people who basically their mind is at work, who can teach you more on pure spirituality, who can also teach you on how to be able to understand your history. You know, Dr. Uma Johnson just spoke that he'll be giving some lessons on Pan-Africanism. You can listen to him, you can contact him. These are some of our mentors that you can contact. You know, you can listen to Dr. Susan Tata, who's heading the Pan-African Daily TV. Conscious messages out there. But here at Zolabantu, we teach spirituality and in this syllabus of pure spirituality as we teach on the eternal gospel the spiritual awakening and wake up of the conscience my dear brothers and sisters we do not have a monopoly of knowledge but what we have been taught over the years by our mentors you know like Papa Kumani Weji like Afonso Diasonoma and amazing conscience messages at Sheboli TV for my friends who are from Congo and who understand French, please listen to Jeboli TV, listen to Ekumani Wechi, Ekumani Limier. You'll be able to know that almost everything that we teach you here has been extracted from Ekumani Limier. But this is the English uh, version of what Papa Ekumani taught us. My dear brothers and sisters, I'd like to begin um, this introduction with an amazing story, a riddle to be able uh, to prepare your minds for what to expect. My dear brothers and sisters, there was a father who had uh, with his, his wife and he had uh, five children. You know, the wife uh, had these children, all of them at the same time. I don't know what you people call it when a woman has five children at the same time. I know two is twins and then three is triplets, but nonetheless, this mother and father had five children. They brought up their children in the right way when they were young. It came to a point, my dear brothers and sisters, where their children basically got to the age of puberty. And having gone through primary school and also having gone to secondary school, they were now about to finish secondary school. All of them, there were two girls and three boys. 
and then it came to a point where they had to go to university by the time that they were 17 and 18. The mother and the father decided, okay, let's send our children abroad because we're living in Africa. Let's send our children abroad so they can go and live and, and study uh, other different courses abroad in other countries. So what happened? They sent the one, they sent the one child to China. They sent another child to uh, India. They sent another child to America. They sent another child to Europe. And they sent another uh, child to South America. You know, the two girls went to uh, America and Europe. The boys, were, one went to China, another went to India, and another went to South America. They went over there and they went to study and they became expertise in various fields of life. And you know, a father and a mother who missed their children so much, they decided to bring their children back home and to, to come and visit them. They invited them to say, my kids, come back home. We miss you so much. I think most of you have graduated. Come, let's uh, meet uh, again. My dear brothers and sisters, listen to the story very carefully. The father and the mother went to the airport to pick their kids who came from abroad because they all arrived on the same day. To their surprise, they saw their children all looking different. The girl who went to Europe became a Catholic, dressing like a nun. The other girl who went to America, you know, has become an atheist, she does not believe that God exists, the way she was dressing, really looking like an atheist. The boy went to South America, uh, has become a Muslim. The boy who went to China has become a Buddhist. The other boy who went to India has become a Hindu. Nonetheless, these are your parents, they received them, they hugged them. It was an amazing meeting at the airport, they went back home. Mother had prepared an amazing dinner on the table to receive these children. My dear brothers and sisters, they began to eat on the table and all of a sudden a debate arose. There was a very much noise on the, on the table. The one who was a Muslim was arguing with the one who was a Christian. The one who was a Hindu was arguing with the one who was a Buddhist. The parents who was watching, they were surprised. Are really, are really these my kids? My kids are arguing like this on the table. What is going on? Nonetheless, they basically became and adopted the cultures and traditions of the places where they went to, you know. The places that they went to study kind of influenced their behaviors, influenced their way of life. And they came back all looking differently, but not knowing that they all came from the same father. Debate on the table, shouting, confusion, the father and the mother were even surprised, I really did my children. Think on that, my dear brothers and sisters, this story as we begin. You know, in the world today, religion has created a lot of uh, division among people. Nonetheless, we all come from one particular source. But because we grow up in different environments, under different influences and cultures and people, they tend to influence us in a particular way. But it does not mean that because we are different, that we do not come from the same place. Let the story that I've explained really speak to you, my dear brothers and sisters. That is why here at Zolabantu, the message we're about to teach you on pure spirituality, about the eternal gospel, it is for everyone. It is for every human being on the earth. It is not only for Christians. It is not only for Muslims. It is not only for Buddhists or Hindus or atheists or heathens. No, it is for everyone. 
my dear brothers and sisters, when the word of God comes from the source, it falls down like a rainbow in different colors to different people of the world. You know, when God speaks, if a person is in China, he will hear God in Chinese. If God speaks and the person is in Europe, you hear God in English or French or Spanish or Italian. If God speaks in, 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 in God speaks and the person is in Africa, he might hear him in Nyanja, in Shona, Chichewa, Zulu, Tswana, Lingala, Gikongo, Chiluba. It depends on the places that you are. But the word of God is universal. Spirituality is universal. But when it comes into different environments, then it tends to adapt to the environment of that particular person according to their cultures and their tradition. But you, but spirituality is universal. A good example, gravity is universal. Whether you go to China or India or America, gravity exists. Everything that goes up comes down. Okay? Mathematics is universal. One plus one is two. Everywhere you go, one plus one is two. But the application of mathematics in different cultures and different environments depends on their culture, heritage, and their traditions. And if you go to India, uh, the way they design their houses in India and architecture is different from the way they design in Africa because of the climate, because they have studied the environment. So the spiritual laws of nature, the spiritual laws of creation are universal. But when they arrive in different people, it becomes cultural, depending on basically the cultures and traditions of those people. You see, so the laws of God come from God universally, but we extract those laws and apply it into our lives differently. That is why even our food is different. What we eat is different because as much as we're all using the universal laws of farming and uh, of God that God gives us, but the application in different places is different. The food that grows in Sahara is not the same food that is being grown in, in, in the heart of Africa or in Asia. So my dear brothers and sisters, these teachings of pure spirituality we're about to bring to you here, it is universal. But as much as because we have a more of a Christian background, we're going to extract it in the color of the melanin, in the color of the black people. You know, so, but the principle is universal. You know, my dear brothers and sisters and compatriots around the world, we love you so much as well. I want to thank you for that small introduction that we, we sent to you right now. My dear compatriots, brothers and sisters, children of Africa, children of Congo, before we begin this introductive episode, we at Zolabantu send you a warm greetings. It is a heavy responsibility for me in particular to present this message that our celestial father has given us. This work is for uh, good, this work is for the goal and mission to awaken our conscience and our spirits. Listen to us very carefully. Nonetheless, if you have gained this opportunity to listen to us, it is the mighty grace that God of the world has given you. For all my friends who are Christians, the eternal gospel is found in the book of Revelation. Part of it is found in the book of Revelation. You know, Master Yeshua, who you call Jesus, or Yehoshua, said that he will spend, he will basically send the spirit of truth to remind us of his words, which is the eternal gospel. You know, if you visit the book of Revelation, you find uh, it makes mention of the eternal gospel that will come in the time of Aquarius that we are in at the moment. 
You know, having come in contact with the eternal gospel, we want you to come in contact as well with the eternal gospel because the eternal gospel, l'évangile éternel, like we say in French, it is here on earth. For my dear friends who are Christians, all the prophecies that were given in the Old Testament, even for those who believe in the Torah, have been fulfilled. But you are all sleeping. The eternal gospel is destined for earthly men, you and me. It is not destined only for Christians. It is destined for everybody. So there's a need for you to ask yourself, my dear brothers and sisters, why did you reincarnate or incarnate at this particular moment in history? It is not by chance, you know, that you are born in this time of Aquarius. Look for the eternal gospel, my dear brothers and sisters. It is available to all who search for it. Master Yeshua said, He who looks, findeth. Matthew chapter 7, verse 8. Master Yeshua did not look for material. Master Yeshua did not say, When you, you, he who looks, findeth, that uh, you will find, basically find material things. No. He meant look for spiritual values. Look for what they call the eternal gospel. He will locate, find it. We will not just show you like this, we will help you, but anyone who receives this message with an attentive mind, he or she will look for the eternal gospel. Because the eternal gospel is here on earth. It is an assignment, my dear brothers and sisters. If you look into the parables that Master Yeshua gave in the Bible, he gave everyone an assignment. Remember, he used to say, I have much to tell you. But you cannot take this. I go away to prepare a place for you. But I will send for you a helper who will remind you of everything that I've taught you. You know, everyone needs to look for this eternal gospel. The eternal gospel gives wisdom. If you come across it, you will gain wisdom. Everything that we teach you in this journey is taken and extracted from the eternal gospel. It is not coming from us. We have simply extracted a few notions from the eternal gospel and thus we are sharing it with you my dear brothers and sisters and we are adapting it into the color of africans i told you the eternal gospel comes universally it divides into colors of the rainbows into different colors and races of the world but in this episode of zola bantu in this platform of zola bantu we are going to extract the eternal gospel into the color of africans into the melanated colors our brothers and sisters who are in other nations who have been sent in different races, like in the Indian race, the white race, and other races, they too will take the eternal gospel and basically extract it into their color of their races. Because people in the world are different levels of consciousness. You cannot teach everyone the same thing. Okay, so when we extract the eternal gospel uh, into the color of Africans, it's because we know, you know, what Africans can expect because we know many of their level of spirituality, what they have been taught over the years, we know our people. So we know how to teach them this eternal gospel in a way that they can better understand. Because the eternal gospel has come in all the languages. You know, It has come walking all over the world, but you do not see it. We're going to take this eternal gospel and transpose it into the languages of Africa. You know? And then we're going to transpose it into the color of us Africans. But here at Zola Bantu, like I said, we'll transpose it into the ways of Africa, into the traditions and cultures of Africa. We need to adapt it so that we can be able, so, it, so that it can be able to come and vivify our culture and make, to vivify means to make our cultures even more 
lively and interesting. So we're going to be able to take this eternal gospel to be able to vivify our culture and vivify our traditions. You know, my dear brothers and sisters, we did a deep research and came to find that the eternal gospel confirms the teachings of Nastasia. For you who are Christians, my dear brothers and sisters, the eternal gospel confirms the teachings of Master Yeshua. What did Master Yeshua say? I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them at the present time. John 6, 12. But in the coming days, in the, in the end of time, you will be reminded of my teachings, the eternal gospel. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will give you and guide you to all truth. He will speak not of his own, he will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you of what is yet to come, found in verse 13. He will glorify me because it is from me that you will receive what I will make known to you, verse 14. All that, the, all that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said, the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you, verse 15. He will remind you of the things I'm telling you now. Nonetheless, 2,000 years later, the teachings of Master Yeshua has been falsified. You have seen. Read history of Roman Catholic. The teachings of Master Yeshua has been falsified. So, the glory of God will come again unto the world to remind the world of the teachings that Master Yeshua taught us. And he also said that at that time, my glory will come. It will not just come to remind you of the things that I have told you, but it will give you a just interpretation. Interpretation that are full of the principle of justice. Nonetheless, the parables of Master Yeshua has crossed over 2,000 years now. The parable of the sower, the parable of the prodigal son, and all sorts of parables that he gave. The, interpre the interpretation of these parables began to change, you know, as more and more people began to understand the scriptures and go deep into the rabbit hole. See the glory of God has restored again this eternal gospel we have brought to you today as relevant so that you can be able to help us to obtain a just interpretation of the teachings of Master Yeshua. Master Yeshua again said that this eternal gospel it will explain the mysteries of divinity. Mm, Inget. Nonetheless, the mysteries of divinity that are inside the sacred books of Torah, the Bible, Quran, Surat, and many other sacred books out there are sealed mysteries. They are locked. So the eternal gospel will come and reveal those mysteries at the end of time that we are in at the moment. Master Yeshua also said that at the end of time, the world will be in great tribulation. John 16:33. In this great tribulation, People will get crazy. They won't know where to place their head at. The final gospel, the truth of God, will not know it. You have seen today there's so much confusion. So that eternal gospel will come at that particular time to accompany people who are searchers of truth for them to overcome that tribulation. See where it will open for them a path to the reign of a thousand years. Revelation chapter 20. Mothers, fathers, and sisters, do not be scared explain to you all these things and decode it slowly by slowly my mothers and sisters thank you so much for listening to us so far you know the time of Aquarius at so many stages we'll explain to you here in details like Master Yeshua said it will remind you of the things that passed the things that you're experiencing now 
and the things of the future. All of it is inside the eternal gospel. The book of Revelation is not the eternal gospel, not, but there are glimpses of the eternal gospel in the book of Revelation. And the eternal gospel can also be found out of the book of Revelation. Because many Christians think the Bible, that is it. There's nothing else. No. There's a lot of knowledge which is found outside the Bible as well. Even though there are glimpses of the eternal gospel in the Bible, the eternal gospel is also outside the Bible. The majority of the eternal gospel is outside the Bible. It is like a child who is in secondary school and he studies chemistry and biology. But for him to understand better, for him to understand exactly what he's been taught, for sure in the secondary school, in biology and chemistry, he's been given certain notions. But for him to gain wisdom of what he or she has been taught, he needs to go to university to study biology and chemistry in depth. And then they will explain to him in detail. So when you read the Bible, you're getting notions. But for you to understand in depth, you have to go and look for the eternal gospel. In the book of Revelation, the eternal gospel is mentioned, but it does not mean that Revelation is the eternal gospel. No. But the eternal gospel is outside the book of Revelation also. Many pastors say today, Jesus is coming soon. He went to prepare a place for us. But do you do research? Do you know when exactly he's coming soon? You have to be able to do this kind of researches. All of these are found in the eternal gospel, which is available here on earth. It's up to you. Up to you to search for it. Stop sleeping. We have come to show you the eternal gospel is now in place. It is available for everyone. Whether you are white, black, yellow, red, or mixed, or colored, or you are for which country and which continent, eternal gospel is for everyone, and it has no restrictions. The eternal gospel is what we have come to show you in this time of Aquarius. It is available on earth. My brothers and sisters of Islam, the Christians, the pastors, please listen to us. The eternal gospel is already here on earth and in all the languages of the world. If you read... In Revelation, you will see it. All the things that was mentioned in Revelation is almost accomplished. You are falling asleep. That is why we are here and we're basically trying to send out some light into Africa. And that light will go into the heart of Africa and soon, and even into the diaspora, and soon a large number of Africans who are in the diaspora will return back home. That journey is about to start. <laughs> You'll be surprised. The journey is about to start. A large number of Africans will be returning home. So be ready and be prepared in the spiritual side and also in the material side because the Africa of tomorrow will be the engine motor of the civilization that's about to launch the dead civilization. The Africa of tomorrow will be the engine. The Africa of tomorrow will hold the entire world. You know? Because what will soon happen in Africa in, the, in this time of Aquarius, even you will be surprised. That is why we have come to prepare you as Olavantu. My dear brothers and sisters. My brothers and sisters, I would like to speak to you about our brother Yohani, who you call John. He said in Revelation chapter 14 verse 6, if you take a look at this book of Revelation, which, which also means the secrets he the secret hidden things of God, the Father. They call it in Greek uh, apocalypse to show that those uh, hidden things are catastrophic things that will come at the end of time. You know, it is an eschatology, yeah? eschatology, that, that part of uh, theology that basically concerned with the death 
judgment and the final destiny of the soul of humankind, as is mentioned in theology. You know, John says this, uh, Then I saw another angel flying in mid-air, and he had the eternal gospel. Found there in the book of Revelation, my dear brothers and sisters. So, good news in Greek, they say, Engalion. Good news, Engalion. And they translate it to French, and then it becomes gospel. Gospel means Engalion. Because back in the days when a king had a child, you find some nobles who come to the public and say, we have an engalium, a gospel, good news to announce to all of you. See the sense of the term gospel, where it comes from. It is a Greek word, it means engalium. So let's continue. Then I saw another angel flying in mid-air, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to all those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language people to every um, group of people around the globe he said in a loud voice fear god and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come worship him who made the heavens and the earth the sea and the springs of water you have heard the things that we are saying this is where our mission is we are the messengers coming to you at this particular moment speaking to you it was a tremendous joy for us to come across the eternal gospel. See where our spiritual eyes opened. We knew ourselves. In the book of Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 to 7, it says, The term angel, don't take it in the, excuse me, the term, the term angel, don't take it in the comprehension of the religious concepts. An angel in Greeks, because when you're reading the text, you have to read it in its originality. It is a disaster when one is sourcing his or comprehension of the Bible from traditions made by men, rules and traditions made by men. If you want to understand something that was written, read it in its original language that it was written. What does angel mean? It means angelus, a messenger. In Greek, an angelus simply means an, a messenger, an angelus. So if someone wants to give you a message on behalf of someone, in Greece, they will call that person an angelus. So here in Revelation, when they say, I, see, I have seen another angel, you think that it's someone who appeared with wings. No, it is a messenger. It can be a human being that God is using as a messenger. Let's continue. This angel was came and was flying in mid-air and had the eternal angelus, the eternal gospel, the eternal message. He had the eternal good news to announce to all the inhabitants of the earth. Whether you are a Muslim, whether you are a Jew, whether you are a Christian, whether you are an African cosmogony, this mission of the angelus, the messenger, the angel, concerns you, my dear brothers and sisters. He would then say to me, no, 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 it cannot be possible, Avi, no, no, it cannot be possible. Are the Muslims also waiting for this gospel and this angel? Who told you that even the Jews are waiting for this angel? Who told you that even the Christians are waiting for this angel? Ha! Even the people of the African cosmogony, traditional religions, are also waiting for this angel. No, 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 no. It's not possible. But if you go into the writings of the Torah, my dear brothers and sisters, what is Torah telling us? That in the end time, in the ministry of Moses will be restored. But what does, what, what does Moses symbolize? Moses or Moshe or Massa symbolizes the justice of God. In the mouth of Moses himself, 
he says at the end of time a servant of God like me will come to announce to you what the eternal gospel Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 15 the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you from your Israelites you must listen to him if we go to the side of the Muslims hmm, they call him Mehdi who is Mehdi in Islam he is the one that Muhammad said before the access of the world be changed a Mehdi will come and Mehdi in Arab means what a teacher to announce what the eternal gospel my dear brothers and sisters, if we go to the side of the Christian, what does Master Yeshua say? The advocate, the spirit of truth, our consolator, he will come to remind you and return you back to the path. If we go to the African traditional religion that we call in my language Bokoko, what if Mukimbangu say, a longi, a helper will come to announce to you normally the eternal gospel? So in all religions of the world, this is announced. You know, we have taken this mission to awaken your spirits, you know, for those who open their spirits to gain an early test for sure, we'll give it to you, but it is a personal research. You have to search for it personally. Mothers, brothers and sisters, brothers, if you go again in the book of Revelation chapter 10 verse 1, see that, way, that, 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 see that is why we ask you Christians, we have come to help you. Because we know that for those who are in the African cosmogony, we speak the same language around 80%. But we have worn this pastoral mantle for our brothers and sisters who are Christians. So again, know that what we're saying is pristine in the word of God. What we're teaching you on the eternal gospel. And here at Zolabantu, it is right there in the word of God. Revelation chapter 10 verse 1 says, Then I saw another mighty angel coming from heaven. You see? There in Revelation chapter 14 verse 6, they say they saw that angel was descending from heaven. And now in chapter 10 verse 1, they're saying they saw another angel descending from heaven. So they are talking of the same angel of chapter 14 verse 6, but they have given supplementary details. Let's have a look at these supplementary details, my dear brothers and sisters. What does chapter 10 verse 1 say? Then I saw another mighty angel coming from heaven. Coming down from heaven, he was robed in a cloud. But what do they call the cloud in Greek? It is the Laura of God. When they say someone has won the aura of God, it means the person has won the glory of God. So that is why they say when the Spirit of God descend, when the, when this Spirit of God would descend, it would descend in a cloud. It is not the cloud of the heaven or the sky that you see. No, it means the glory of God. He wear the Godship and the glory of God. It means they are situating his origins, where he's coming from. So he was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. Oh, la, la, that is too deep. His face was like the sun and his legs were like fiery pillars. We will decode this as we move on, as we begin to enter into the eternal gospel. My dear brothers and sisters, we will dive into this, uh, into we will dive deep into the scriptures to make you understand uh, as we move on. I saw another mighty angel. It says, I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun. His legs was like fiery pillars. He was holding a little scroll which lay open in his hand. He planted his right foot onto the sea, his left foot onto the land, and he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. And when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write. This is John saying, Thunder means what in spirituality? Thunder means the voice of God, the mysteries of God. 
in an initiative language when they say a thunder has struck it means a cosmic turn has happened an angel or an archangel or a mystery has been revealed to humanity john our brother yohani wanted to write but the scripture says i wanted to write but i heard a voice from heaven say seal up what the seven tenders have said and do not write it down he got the instructions not to write it down then the angel I had seen standing on the sea and on the land his right hand to heaven with his right hand raised up to heaven he saw and he saw by him who lives forever and ever who created the heavens and earth and all that is in them the earth and all that is in it and the sea and all that is in it and said there will be no more delay but in the days when the seven angels are about to sound this trumpet the mystery of God will be accomplished just as he announced with seventh the prophet it means what at the end of time the things that were sealed will be revealed if you go to the book of prophet Daniel in Daniel when uh, an angel appeared to him after 21 days of fasting they say that the son of man appeared to Daniel the son of man came down to see Daniel he said Daniel the servant of God loved of God we have come to reveal to you these things but the things that we're about to reveal to you you only announce it at the end of time in Geta. so my dear brothers and sisters let's be serious let us be very serious as we begin our talk you will then understand that the people that people come from everywhere Another person can come to you into your cultural space to help you. Look at Joseph. Joseph, when he went to Egypt, he became the prime minister. Look at Daniel. He wore, he basically was in the land of uh, Nebuchadnezzar and he became a prime minister as well. He led that nation. God is sending you helpers, my dear brothers and sisters. And the world of darkness knows them. Look at Magufuli. They knew him. They knew where he came from. But you do not know. This eternal gospel that we are hitting the nail on the wall, in Revelation it is said it will be taught at the end of time. Verse 8. Then the voice that I heard from heaven spoke to me once more. Go, take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the scroll. He, he said to me, take it and eat. It will turn your stomach sore, but in your mouth it will be sweet as honey. African people, we are here to help you. We have come to help you. Solar Bantu is here to help you. My dear brothers and sisters. My brothers and sisters, we are in the time of Aquarius, and many people that you read in the Bible, in your holy books of religions, even those that led African cosmogony back in the days in Egypt and Ethiopia, you know, you have to know that many of them are with us here today. They have retained in the time of Aquarius. Others came and left silently without you noticing them. Many personalities that you read in the Bible, they were here in the day where they are here in the time of Aquarius to prepare you for the time of Aquarius. Don't think because when they maybe they were born in a different skin and now they are born in the in the black in the black skin, then you cannot recognize them. No. Many have returned in different skins. Some are born black today, others yellow, others white. Incarnation has no physical barrier. You know, many of those people are here with us in the world. 
you know so we have come to prepare you for this for the premises uh, of the thousand years that's about to come in this time of Aquarius the reign of peace on earth the reign of love the kingdom of peace on earth these are the premises it is already entering but in between there's a need of preparation we will not just we will not develop on it now we speak about it in the next episode the time of Aquarius has levels and stages my Africans please listen to us carefully because if if it was white people who came to tell you about these things, you kneel down and begin to worship and really give yourself. But if you see your own people who are African speaking to you, neglect and say, ah, you neglect them and say, ah, who are going to these people, these crazy people of adventures? We are not crazy people of adventures. The teachings that we have, we have come with of the time of Aquarius, of the eternal gospel, it will be a choice for you, you know, a decisive choice. Either you choose light or you choose darkness. You have a free will. Nobody will force you. You have a free will. You know, his, 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 his Highness himself, our Creator, he gave us a free will to do good or evil. He never, he has never removed it from us. And we also, his creation, we cannot intervene with your free will. Your free will is yours. Your choice is yours only. Your spiritual responsibility is yours, my dear brothers and sisters. Because what we speak in this platform of light, even the Bible says in the end time people will be confused. The truth, the true, the true word of God will not exist anymore. But if you take us for granted, or you harm us, or place sort of blockages on our path, you know, if we go, you will not have people like us anymore. You will not have a platform of solar bundle to tell you the eternal gospel anymore. If you harm us or kill us, it is over. The door is closed. You will not again gain us. So we have taken, uh, we have basically taken to be able to present this message to you, please do not place any kind of blockages on our path. We have come to help you. If you see that you cannot be able to listen to us, leave those who want to listen to us free. Do not disturb people who want to listen to us. You know? Go your own way. Stop disturbing people who are listening. Those that want to understand exactly what is the eternal gospel in this time of Aquarius. If you think you are still behind in the time of the pieces, Walk in your time of the pieces. You are free. But leave others who want to enter into the time of Aquarius so we can enter with them together. Don't place for us blockages, my dear brothers and sisters. You know? We have come with an uninterested love to give you this message. So you have to be able to welcome us. Welcome us also with an, with an uninterested love. A love with no interest. We have come with thoughts. We are sending you thoughts of love and positivity. And in return, you know, like they say in reciprocal, Return to us also thoughts of no, of, of love with no interest, thoughts of positivity. You know, if you're throwing us shades of negativity, know that we are in the time of Aquarius. There's also a return shock. It exists. We did not come to harm you. Don't try to harm us. We are giving you a warning. This was basically our introduction. And from our next episode, we'll dive into pure spirituality sermons. We have covered 28 chapters of this foundation course to prepare your mind. Now we're going to dive into the awakening you deeper, awakening your mind deeper for the sermons of the laboratory. To wake you up and open up your eyes of the spirit, the eyes of the spirit, so that your spirit can begin to see the things that are happening in this planet. This planet is having heavy tribulation, but you cannot see. It is our homework and mission of our existence to help you. 
all the classes that we attended in school, primary school, secondary school, university, become a degree and PhD, all these were just achievements to be able to survive in the flesh material aspect. But our mission is spiritual. You know, my family too will watch this. It will be their first time to discover who I am and who exactly and what exactly is this platform was all about. You see that uh, we're giving you this with an interested life. Instead of focusing our energy to our families to help them, we're giving all of you to discover us at the same time. Take the example of Master Yeshua. His biological mothers and his, his biological brothers and sisters and mother took him for granted. For granted, they never gave him their attention. They said, ah, go away, you crazy. You the son of God. For where? And the mother that gave birth to him basically forgot the memories that she had when she, was, when she had him the beginning you know but at the last moment it was his own brothers and sisters and mothers that followed him in the last moment when he was about to leave the earth at the last moment his relatives came together with his disciples to follow him in the last minute you know the mother who gave birth to him you know, came to believe her child is the son of god the day he was placed on the cross Remember, Master Yeshua told John, this is your mother, I have left her in your hands. Help and take care of her. When he retained his spirit, that's when his mother finally said, my son was the son of God. So his mother came to believe his son when the son was placed on the cross and released his spirit. This is to tell you that, like they say, a prophet is without honor in his hometown. We have taken this eternal gospel to share with you. We did not look at our families first. That's we're giving you with them. An interest in love, a love with no ego. You know, we're looking at all human beings, the people of the world, the diaspora, and also Africa. Mothers, fathers, and sisters, brothers, and children of Congo. You know, Prophet Daniel, when he was in deportation in the land of foreigners, it was here in the land of foreigners around the seventh century before Master Yeshua that the Greeks and the Babylonians came, they destroyed their land. Many of his own ran away and left Canaan and entered into Egypt and they ran and ran and went far you know, towards uh, the heart of Africa. You know, Prophet Daniel remained in Babylon, you know, nonetheless, he remained in, in, in Babylon nonetheless, he didn't get the time to run, to enter into Egypt and go back in the long journey that took them, their people back to Africa. They arrested him, you know, nonetheless, he was in the family of nobles. He had four friends, and the, and the king of the day noticed something in him and elevated him in that kingdom. He became the prime minister, you know. He became a person of value in, 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 that, uh, in that land of deportation in Babylon. He built a house, remember? Uh, we will tell you something that many people do not know. When he built his house, the window of his house was directed facing Jerusalem. Every evening he would worry in his heart and look at his nation from afar. Up to one day, he couldn't take it anymore, and he fasted for 21 days. He did not fast to have wealth. He was a blessed man. He was a prime minister in Babylon. He came out of the lion pit. The lion did not consume him. It really surprised the people. The king was surprised, and the king nominated him at that particular time and gave him the greatest power in his land to govern it. But he fasted. You know? he, he spoke to God and said, God the Father, my own have gone in pain. They have taken me into deportation. But you have helped me and elevated me in this nation. But many of us are still here. When are we going to go back to our country? This was his prayer. 
the Bible of the Jews that many of our sisters of African cosmogony say they are their cousins. I don't know how, but it says an archangel descended on him, Michael. And the archangel said, we have heard your cries. It will take 70 weeks to decode it. And at the end of these 70 weeks, you shall return and reconstruct the country. He told him what he had to tell him. I will not tell you here. And he says, you shall be there when you shall return. You know, my dear brothers and sisters, we are doing this mission here at Dolabantu, also in the diaspora, so we can return, to return to go to Jerusalem, to reconstruct the wall of Jerusalem. See the reason why we have come to you. Let's go and build our nations and unite with our elders and our other brothers and sisters who are back home and we can work together to build Jerusalem. A multitude of people will be returning back to Africa because Africa is the motor engine of the time of Aquarius. You are not seeing it. The evil, the evil people have already seen it in a long time and they are trying to build strategies on how to make sure that many people do not uh, understand this. All you intellectuals who have gained knowledge in the West, in the East, those who got the opportunity to study practical science and all those who didn't have the opportunity to study but have gained basic experience through their work in different fields, it is time to return and come together to build Africa. The information that we will share, try to search for the eternal gospel. Make it a personal journey. And with the eternal gospel and your intellectual knowledge, tomorrow return to Africa and build it. Spirituality is what vivifies intellectual knowledge. Spirituality is what vivifies cultures and traditions. Spirituality vivifies everything. Without spirituality, nothing will happen because today things are not functioning well in the world. My dear brothers and sisters, we love you so much. It is because the world has been has been built not based on the will of God. You know, they have made things not based on the laws of creation. That is why the world is not functioning properly. So in the time of Aquarius, everything needs to be done according to the will and in respecting the laws of creation. Even our constitutions of our nation need to be built according to the will of God because the constitution of a nation is the heart of the nation. It is from the constitution of the, of the nation that all laws of the nation come out from to form the constitutional law. If it is based on the will of God, all that you do in your nation will stand upright. It's like you have built your nation on the rock. But if you do not base it on the will of God, it will just be a house of cartoons and when the wind comes, I don't know, you'll find it somewhere else. So, the diaspora, be ready. Because a great journey is coming. Many people will leave the diaspora to go back to Africa. You have to be ready. Because at the time of Aquarius, we are at the beginning. We need to start it. We will no longer wait. We have to start it now. We have to leave. My dear brothers and sisters, this was our introduction into the sermon that is about to come on pure spirituality so you can understand that we are in the time of Aquarius. This is a time when you need to search for the eternal gospel. We love you so much as well, Abantu. We hope this episode will be a blessing for you and as you wait for the next episode, we love you.